I think we should just uh, wing it this week. What do you think? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. It's a. Yeah. It's a podcast. Let's enthusiasm! Yay! Yeah. Enthusiastic smile. <laughs> Since you can't hear the enthusiastic smile. <laughs> the music. I, it, 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 Welcome to GameWare Express. This is our 71st episode. I'm Adam Arinder, and like almost everyone has left me, except Neil Bonham is here. Hello, hello. It's, it's just us this week, buddy. Yes. Everyone else is gallivanting around Houston. Well, that's what I was doing last week. Oh, yeah. So how, how, was, how was your Houston adventure? It was fun. It was fun. Um, I got really excited because for our anniversary dinner, you know, we wanted to go out to eat and we, right. you know, there's like a little like kind of like Chinatown area in Houston, mm-hmm. apparently. And uh, we, there's a uh, Japanese hot pot place in there called Shabu House. Whoa. And so we really wanted to go. And so we start going. And when we get there, it was uh, like closed down. Like, no. Not just closed, like closed down. Oh, man. <laughs> so uh, we ate at some Malaysian place that was in there. And it was good. I've never had That's Malaysian good. food before. I've never seen or heard of Shabu Shabu anywhere outside of Los mm. Angeles when we you know go for yeah. E3. That's weird. I guess Houston's a big enough town they can support. I guess it's the closest thing. to Baton Rouge. I guess that so. has hot pot. So it's weird when we went hmm. to uh, was it last year or two years ago. We went to that arcade in Little Tokyo, mm-hmm. and we got up there, and it was closed. Closed arcade infinity. Yeah. No, 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 not that one. Oh, that one's been closed like back in 2010. That was before oh, okay. I started going okay. in 2011. It's the one we went, we found in like the mall. Oh, in that Tokyo, one was closed. Tokyo arcade. Oh. It closed, and now like oh. on the top floor of that little shopping center, it's, it's like. If quarters were real, it's like a bowling alley and arcade, but it's like not fun arcade. It's a mm. uh, like redemption arcade. We played HD Big Buck Hunt. If you paid an extra dollar, it'd be uh, Duck Dynasty Buck oh, ooh. Hunt. I don't, I don't really know what's up with that. <laughs> Wait, Buck Hunt, Duck Dynasty, Duck, Buck Dynasty, Duck Hunt. Hmm. Duck They're getting their hunt. animals that they hunt confused. I think instead now. of shooting bucks, you're shooting ducks. Oh. Bucks D- or duck ducks. Duck hunt. Duck hunt. I don't think Buck anyone's hunt. ever come up with that idea before. <laughs> so thanks for joining me today. Hey. Did I say the date? I don't remember. It's Friday, April yes. 3rd, 2015. There we are. There we go. 71st episode. Game yes. War Express is a podcast about video games. Baton Rouge's longest is running it? video game podcast. That That's us. We that usually does? have other people talking. You can pretend to be Steve, and I'll pretend to be Vaughn. Hey, everybody. Vaughn, I stole your green microphone. No! <laughs> I didn't really. I didn't really. <laughs> I'm using my trusty blue. Trusty, trusty, trusty blue. blue. So, uh, I guess we should still do an intro question this week. Sure. We've done it every other week. Um, for this week's intro question, what's like the weirdest game you've ever played? Weirdest game? Like, you're just playing, you're like, what, what am I doing? Um... <sighs> You know, there's quite a few weird games I've played. You know, there's always like I guess those... we just name like every Japanese game that's coming yeah, out. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. I mean, even to the sense of like even Final Fantasies are weird. That's true. But um, I, you know, of course, there's like those weird cult hits like a uh, Katamari Damacy series and all that. That's, yeah. But I guess as far as like just what the hell am I playing, Mister Mosquito? <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's <laughs> a PS2 game where you play as a mosquito and you just kind of like fly around and draw blood from things to stay alive. And there's like 
you know, like it's a house, and so like there's like you know people bathing and doing okay. things, and like yeah, it's it's really it's it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like it. I mean, you kind of took my answer because the first Katamari game I played was Touch My Katamari for the mm-hmm. Vita, and I'd never played one before. Mm. And it's like it was super fun, but the whole time I'm like, "What the fuck is going yeah. on?" Like the, the the actual rolling of the ball around, like that's fine. But then to like select the maps, I was on like the king's ears, and it was like spins <laughs> around, and they're just dudes on there, and you go and talk. Like I don't even know what sure. I was doing if I was doing it right. Yeah. Like I remember the story of the first one was the king was like out for a nice stroll in space, and he knocked. He like you lost control and knocked all the stars out the sky, and so you were sent to Earth to roll up its junk, and uh, that was used to replace him. the stars. Of course, <laughs> of course, why not? But that soundtrack is soundtrack oh yeah, is soundtrack's though. amazing. Have you heard the uh, where the guy puts um, like freestyle rap on top of Katamari, like blends Maybe? them? It's really, it's actually like really good. I like, have to find that. The, it's and it's all the original games music. Oh, for the first yeah. one. I, hmm. Well, he may have done some stuff for the other games, but as far as I know, it was just the original ones. But it was pretty cool, like the little mashup of Katamari and rap. Huh. So Might have to look that up. Maybe you'll hear it at one at the end of this episode. Maybe. I don't know yet. You'll have to wait and see. Six seconds. License. <laughs> I think it's 30. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh. Actually, it doesn't matter for us because we're not charging money or making money off oh, of this. Oh, okay. So we can yeah. use whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, all the people listening, y'all can change that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Set up a Patreon. Yeah. Oh. yeah uh, okay. <laughs> so I had an interesting week this week for work because I was in the middle of Louisiana, in the middle of nowhere, at this little like mom and pop shop hotel, which ha- or motel, mm. which had no internet. Mm. So I couldn't play that much. So what have you played this week, Neil? Um. Well, I uh, dove back in to try to like give PT another go. Okay. Um. Yeah, I got scared. Even like even more crap just came out my pants you know <laughs> just oh man that it's so intense yeah like and i have no idea what's going on i don't like you're just supposed to inspect everything and like and then boom yeah mm-hmm. it's pretty something like grabbed me from behind and killed me and i started in the room again <laughs> just back yeah into it. just back yeah it's weird a refrigerator like swinging in the ceiling with blood dripping from it mm, like, see that yeah. doesn't sound like my kind of game yeah it's it was know what's going on <laughs> but um but yeah it's it's really cool and it was like the middle of the day this time too and i still got really scared yeah i mean just a little bit i've seen i'm, I'm not yeah. really into too much scary stuff on games i don't know it's weird. i really like the five nights of friday series mm-hmm. but that's just kind of dumb like when it looked i mean because it looked like pt looks really good like visually mm-hmm. but some of that stuff and what steven's talked about it before with me i just uh, that's not. the problem with it though like with it looking so good that's why it's so scary exactly because like, it, it's too real mm-hmm. like i'm i've always been kind of a big horror game fan but it's getting to the point that if they're going to be like that i don't i honestly don't know if i can play too them. spooky for me yeah it's it's a little much i might give myself a heart attack <laughs> in my old age you know the question is i mean we talked about it a couple of weeks ago when the news broke with you know kojima leaving konami mm-hmm. like what does that leave with silent hills which pt was the, like the the trailer or the demo for because that's kind of up in the air. His name was attached to that, but it yeah. sounds like it was more Del Toro, you know, Guillermo Del Toro doing yeah. doing that. So I mean, I say you get another director and go on. Yeah, that's I, I what you so. do. I mean, you already have Daryl from The Walking Dead um, attached to you it. Just bring so one can't... of the guys from The Walking Dead. Yeah, to make it. I don't know. Yeah. So you made it through PT, or did you make it through it, or did you still? No, I'm still like I like because I think it's once you complete an objective, like kind of like a I don't know sure if it's a new area opens up or if it's just like something else changes in 
you know, the hallway. Because things right. have changed in the hallway. I don't know if it ever leaves from that hallway, but... I can't remember what Steven... See, if Steven were here, he'd be able to tell you. Yeah. But you know, He's gallivanting around Houston right now. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, other than that, uh... You know, the obvious of, you know, what I've been playing for seven months. Death- uh, Destiny. See, I've been out of town. I haven't... So. Okay, fill me in, because I haven't, I haven't got to well, play Destiny this um, week. This week, uh, you met uh, my friend Matt. Um, through one of the raids last time. Okay. I think. Yeah, uh, I think bad so. guy traps. Nope. Nope. Oh well. Oh, oh wow. Well. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, last night we actually ran his very first raid. Ooh, vault. Vault of glass, okay. and we did it on hard mode. Okay. Uh, which I was actually surprised. So, um, we got it done in probably about just under three hours. Okay. Um, finally got chance to use super good advice on the oracles. <laughs> Wreck. Wreck through them. Wreck through them. Uh. Because, I mean, the only time I ever ran Vault, I was like 26 or 27, so yeah. I struggled going through that. I killed around 22 Oracles before I had to reload. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just like one-shot killing them? No, it's, um, so it has this perk that almost, uh, almost all bullets that miss return to the magazine. Oh. So, and since the Oracles aren't like an embodiment, they're just like, Kind of just a, goes an orb some. of light, but mm-hmm. they take damage. It counts as a miss because it's still going through them, even though you're oh, damaging you're them. them. So it's just so like, yeah, just like unloading just on one oracle was maybe about two to three bullets. Is that not a rifle? It's a heavy machine gun. Oh, no wonder. An exotic one, yeah. And so that was awesome. And then I actually got really good drops on this raid. Like I'm sad it's not. Like the gear that I got is you know kind of useless now, but right. I got the the vault helmet, the vault uh, chest piece, which both look really cool. I mm-hmm. like them. You um, can't bring a dessert to upgrade them. No, that unfortunately, sucks. no, because you know everyone like wants that option, but um, I think if they start doing that with everything, it kind of kills the need to play the game and get the new gear. Uh, I agree, you know? but. Maybe at least but, uh, for the raid stuff, or if you ran it on like if you ran on hard, maybe they can update it so it drops it with like thirty six because yeah. it's really. I mean, I still can't play the part I missed of Vault of Glass because I can't get five other people to want right. to sit and play it because it's for them. And I mean, it is pointless for if you're just playing for drops. I just want to mm-hmm. play it because it's part of the game. Yeah, you know. Well, uh, yeah. And other than those two pieces, I ended up getting the uh, shotgun. I think okay. it's called Found Verdict. It's a uh, you know how they have like the raid weapons? This is like one mm-hmm. of the raid weapons, but it doesn't really look like a Vex. Thing. Oh, really? Like, you know how like they have the Vex weapons that kind of look like Vex yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this is just like one that helps, you know, with taking out oracles and everything. And then the last thing I got was so when Destiny came out <laughs> and I was looking at the exotic list, there was one exotic that I just really, really wanted. And you can mm-hmm. only get it from the hard mode, Vault of Glass raid dropping by BD8. Atheon, and that Did was you get the Mythoclast? The Mythoclast. Nice. Yes. So, finally You've got been talking it. about that one for a while. Good job. So, I, I kind of, like, got my unicorn, I guess, <laughs> you know. Um, you know, even though there's still other weapons I want, but that was just, like, that was the first one I ever really yeah, wanted. Yeah, yeah. So, it's kind of nice to get it, even it's though it's... a primary fusion, right? Primary fusion. It does... It, it goes up to... It was the most powerful gun in the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you could argue Icebreaker was still more powerful, even when it only went up to 300. But right, just because Vex Mythoclass as a primary has solar. Not only is it a primary, uh, but it's solar damage and it's a fusion rifle that has 21 in the clip and is basically semi-automatic. 
but it goes up to 323. Yeah, and most and, of the new ones now are just 331, so yeah, it's not much so it's different. Yeah, so it's still like really good, even though it hasn't been updated to match mm-hmm. the 331, you know? Um, but yeah, I'm excited that I finally got that. And uh, proud of you. Uh, After what, 400 hours? Yeah, and Jeff, I'm pretty sure it was Jeff, he's been complaining how every time he runs Vault, I mean, this was his seventh time running it, and he's <laughs> been wanting Fatebringer. Mm-hmm. Never got it. Matt, uh, first time running the raid. Got it. When we beat the Templar, not only got it, but you know how you get two drops? Mm-hmm. Both were Fatebringer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, oh, well. he got two in one one round, so that was pretty funny. Uh, I feel like when I when I do raids, either that night my RNG is great or mm-hmm. it's absolutely terrible. And the last time we ran raids, like a week or so ago, I just got shards and yeah. a cape. I yeah, which really I guess like kind of sucks, but at the same time, those things are gonna be useful. Well, yeah. are they though? Like radiant shards? I'm already 32. I guess I could like upgrade the raid boots and well, then yeah, I'll be 32 you know, again. Just, just how different gear has different perks. So that's if, you, true. if there's like certain things you want to do a certain way but still want to be 32 mm-hmm. you need you know to be able to swap out the different gear. yeah i still really need the yeah. raid helmet because when i play pvp i like to wear a different chest piece an exotic mm-hmm. chest piece instead of an exotic helmet so if i take off my exotic helmet i can't be 32 anymore right and you're a hunter right yeah yeah dude the hunter the the raid helmet for hunter like mm-hmm. the the hunter get up looks awesome no i know i really raid. like the way i look for the yeah. stuff i really like the vault of glass helmet but mm-hmm. the the warlock vault of glass or Crota helmet is atrocious. Right. I got that last time I ran mm. it, and <laughs> like every other piece of gear is fine. I but, like it, but that helmet is ugly. Yeah, it's the only thing about some of those games where it's like, yeah, I want my guy to look cool, but sometimes the things that look cool don't always have the best stats, or vice versa, as you're seeing, where it has the best stats, but you look dumb and you don't want to wear it because mm-hmm. that's what's important in Destiny is looking cool. Right. After pretty much once you hit 20, it's pretty much like, how badass can I make my guy look? Because the rest of this game is kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you want to look really cool but be lower level, then you can just like run strikes and goof around, I guess. I guess that's so. true. I guess that's true. But I, they've done a pretty good job of making most of the gear look pretty cool together. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I typically like that Heart of Praxis Fire. I think that's my favorite piece of gear. Yeah, that, I picked that up for my Warlock. That, it looks yeah, pretty that cool. red robe, and it's just, yeah, it goes good with pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, this is our new fashion podcast. Welcome to mm-hmm. Fashion Wear Express. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. I will gladly put on some Destiny gear and walk down a <laughs> runway. That's it. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, other than that, um, the I, I bought... Uh, I guess this is kind of this would be part of the news that we're doing this week, mm-hmm. but I'll just guess I'll go on it and say. But I bought Mario sixty four on Wii U. Oh yeah, I did a little bit of that. So. How how does that upgraded? Oh, I, I I like that. Like it's not really an HD upgrade or anything like that. But since it's on better hardware, the game runs so much better. Mm-hmm. Like it just it just automatically makes it better. It's kind of, you know they they looked and ran better on the virtual console for right Wii, right right. But you know now on even better hardware, it's like even more so smooth and you can like map everything so, out yeah like, that's really good yeah i only ever really changed the uh the bumpers like because you know they still use l and r as the mm-hmm. l and r buttons i usually change those to zl and zr because i like using those more than reaching up and using the shoulder buttons right so but uh yeah i got that and uh I'm glad to see 64 titles and DS titles come into that system because mm-hmm. I can probably... I'm sure they'll eventually have a library of stuff that I never really got a chance to 
play that I'll be able to pick up and play. Yeah, and we'll talk. There's a Nintendo Direct, and we'll, we'll get more of that when we get to news. Cause there's a lot of stuff coming from Nintendo this yeah, week. A ton. Um, yeah, uh, we're not special stage yet. Just wait. Um, anything else for you this week? No, that was really it. Um, okay. I still played a little bit of that Final Fantasy Record Keeper, which is really cool. And, oh, on your phone? Yeah, and you know, nothing but a fanfare game. But if you love Final Fantasy, you'll immediately love the game. Um, <laughs> other than that, it's. I just find like I think the most satisfying thing of it is it's made by DNA. So mm-hmm. if that's who Nintendo's partnering up with to make phone games, I'm actually kind of excited about it. Yeah, for sure. So for they sure. seem to, you know, kind of know what's fun on the phone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I would love to see a whole bunch of just Nintendo fanfare games. Which I mean, that's essentially what stuff like Mario Kart is. But right. um, I think it'll be cool. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what they what they're able to come up with. Cool. Cool. Yeah, for sure. Plants vs. Zombies, but Pikmin. Okay, hey, yeah, hey, hey. they probably throw me the check. Throw me the check. The, DNA. the state pop cap is in right now. You know, <laughs> someone could step in and take what yeah. they used to be like back over. That'd be pretty. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty swell. Yep. Um, like I said, this week for I didn't get to play much. I really want to play more Heroes of the Storm because you know, April Fool's Day was on Wednesday, so everybody's playing a little jokes. And uh, Blizzard for Heroes of the Storm is big head mode, <laughs> like in Blitz or whatever. So everyone was just running around the giant head. And it looks so cool. That's awesome. But I couldn't play. I also wanted to play. Let's talk about all the things Adam wanted to play. Yeah. I want to play Game of Thrones episode three, which you don't need the internet to play that, but I like at the end it shows you like here are the decisions you made and here's what everyone else made. And I like to see that, which of course you need to be connected to the internet mm. to that. So I mainly played my Vita, and I picked uh, Daganrampa two back up, which uh, Vaughn's talked about extensively because he's beaten. Yeah, I still both don't of even those. know like what those games even are. Uh, anime but... bullshit. Oh. It's uh, it's kind of like Phoenix Wright mixed with Persona. So like Dog Ace Attorney? Not really a dog. No, you remember? That was Capcom's April Fool's Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dog yeah. Ace Attorney, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. So for, for the first one, you know, these kids are at this school, and they're like the best of what they do, and then like the school gets taken over by this killer bear thing, and to get out, you have to murder one of your classmates and go through a class trial. And if you can get out, then you escape and everyone else is killed, but if they find out who was the murderer, the murderer is killed. So the second one takes place on a tropical island because, of course, battle royale. Or yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm about ten hours in at this point. I'm in, I'm in uh, chapter two. So is it kind of like a choose your own adventure? Or do you actually like fight and it's do more like a visual novel? Visual novel, like okay, you know, cool. people are talking and you run around the island and you can like find clues or you talk to people and they get stuff. And there's sometimes dialogue trees, but not really. It doesn't really lead to anything. It sounds like a Suda Fifty One game, kind of. Yeah. And all the characters are wacky and zany, but you also have free time where you can go like build social links, sort of, with your classmates, with so kind of like Persona in that sense. Okay. Not like where you're battling demons, it's turn-based strategy, but just more of like the social links and the running around and talking to people. And then once someone's murdered, like I, I'm, I've just got to it's daily life and then deadly life when you find a body. Hmm. So I just hit deadly life in chapter two. So then you have to go around and find clues and you go to the class trial and there's like little mini games going on in the class trial to try to figure out who did it. Yeah. Uh, this one is just way more convoluted than the first one, which is fine. Cause they're trying to, I guess, make it longer. But I've always, every time I've talked about one of these games, I have the same complaint where it's just, I know what's going on, but I can't, it's always difficult trying to make the game know I know what's going on. Like the only part I get frustrated with, you have to click through a lot of dialogue, which is just like 
pointless exposition or I don't know what to present when. Mm-hmm. And then you like lose and have to start all over. But it's like, I know, I know this person did it. I know they did it. And I can tell you why. I just don't know what you're looking for this one specific truth bullet to fire <laughs> at the incorrect. I don't know. But it's still really fun. And um, if you're in the Phoenix Wright series and like that kind of game, I definitely recommend it. The, the art's gorgeous. The music's good. Um, it's kind of creepy in some instances. Uh, but, it, you know, I like it. If you're into, you know, weird, weird <laughs> Japanese shit, weird stories, it's still fun. Definitely can get kind of, like, kind of fan service-y. You may have to check it out if they put it on like one of those sales. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I got to the point where like one of the male characters like heard the female characters are going to the beach. And he wanted to go coincidentally run into them and all the little Japanese schoolgirls are in their bikinis going to the beach. I'm like, alright, come on guys. Really like, thanks. Thanks Japanese developers. <laughs> Uh, but other than that, um, I did manage to download the Hearthstone adventure that came out this week for Black Rock Mountain. Uh, this is the second one of their like single-player adventures after Curse of Naxxramas last year. And it was interesting when they first came out with Curse of Naxxramas because the single-player stuff, it wasn't just like, well, now I'm playing against the computer. It's like the computer had weird like hero abilities or cards that you couldn't handle because they're like way OP, and if they give them to a human, they'd just be stupid. So, but with the first wing of Black Rock Mountain, I, again, I don't know any of the wild lore. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but the first, the, there are three bosses because it's like a four or five week, four or five wing, one wing a week, like release. So their first three bosses were this week, and they were like really cool. Like the, the, the mechanics were great because, like, the first boss, uh, his hero power was free. But it just he hit it, and then both people drew a card and played it. Like one of the minions just played. So when I first saw that, I was I, I've been playing like this druid deck. Um, it's ramp druid. If you listen to this, know what Hearthstone is. But instead, I picked my handlock deck, which has like a lot of big creatures that are expensive because the the main goal of a handlock deck is you survive the early game and just keep like healing yourself and like prolonging the game where you get to late game and start playing on the big minions. But since he draws cards free for me and plays them, I was having big minions on like turn one and two and just absolutely wrecked them. And nice. it was really fun. <laughs> but he also has like stupidly overpowered spells where like it's like one drop and he can summon four one ones with taunt and you have to attack the taunt creatures right. first. So it's just kind of stuff like that. And then the second boss, you're like in like an arena and it's like the greatest heroes of Azeroth. And it's all the legendary cards. Because all the legendary cards are like named people. Mm-hmm. And you only have one of each. So like he every time one would come in, he'd like introduce them. Like, and now for your pleasure, this person. <laughs> so it, it was kind of an easy battle because a, a lot of the legendary cards are really overpowered. But they do weird things. So it's most of them are high mana cost. Mm-hmm. So it's the, the, the early game for him kind of sucked. Because he didn't have much early game. Because there's not many low-cost legendary minions mm-hmm. um but that was a lot of fun and then like the final boss was pretty easy but it was an interesting mechanic where his hero ability was you know two mana deal 30 damage which is how much health you have but while his wife is on the board she's a one three token she he can't use his hero ability so you had to figure out how to kill him fast enough but you couldn't kill her and she'd always keep attacking you so you and then you couldn't put a taunt up because then she would attack the taunt and the taunt would probably kill her. Then he could kill you. So it was, it was really interesting mechanic, and that's why I like these single player adventures because it makes you think more outside the box. Luckily, I, didn't, I haven't tried like heroic mode yet because those are really difficult. 
So I haven't had to build like custom decks for it yet, because that's my one weakness in Hearthstone is deck building. Mm -hmm. But I got to use decks I already had, and it was it was really fun. And then you get this like stupidly overpowered card at the end, uh, Emperor Thanos. Thanos? I don't know. But Thanos. Something like that. Yeah, Thanos. Thanos. <laughs> yeah. Thanos. <laughs> anyway, so if you like Hearthstone, I highly recommend downloading the adventure because a the cards they give you are OP as fuck right now, and b the single player stuff is fun too. There you go. So. Uh, that's pretty much all I got to play this week. Didn't you uh, also play a little arcade? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So we were in the middle in Jonesville, Louisiana, in the middle of nowhere. Uh, the last night we were there, Stephen was like, "Hey, there's this pizza place down the road that's like dubbing themselves as an arcade," and I was like, "No way." It's like you know, you go to like Mr. Gaddy's here, mm -hmm. and it's like, "Oh yeah, they have like a claw machine and maybe like Hydro Thunder." <laughs> but we went over there, and they had like. Five or six or seven, you know, pretty good games. They had Mortal Kombat 2, they had Blitz, they had awesome. uh, Galaga and Piss Pac-Man, and like uh, oh, Dr. Dude Pinball, Steven was playing that. <laughs> so we played some Mortal Kombat 2 matches. We tried to play Blitz 2000, but it didn't work. Hmm. The joysticks, weren't, none of the joysticks were working. So we that just kept, kept pressing, pressing pass and see who could get the furthest <laughs> in like the minute. So it was actually pretty cool. I was really surprised. That's awesome. Also, it's like the first time I played Mortal Kombat 2 really in arcade at all, if not in like the last 20 years. And mm -hmm. the health is so low in that game. <laughs> like I'm used to playing, you know, Mortal Kombat 9 right now, and it takes forever. Yeah. And Steven was like, "Well, you're not pumping quarters into Mortal Kombat 9, so they want." want I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's probably why you die a lot mm -hmm. in MK2." So yeah, I would color me surprised. I, we actually got there, and you know, this is a little hole in the wall pizza joint. How was the pizza? We didn't eat there. What? Uh, our our you know our company treated us to dinner that night. So. <laughs> you gotta try the pizza. Should have, you know. It was at least there were no like creepy animatronics trying to kill us. That, that was true. what I was really worried That's about. Like true, pizza yeah. place and arcade. Is there like a like an animatronic bear there? Because I don't want to. I don't want to walk into that place. So I guess uh, let's move on to news. news. Not a whole lot of news this week, but like like a lot's from Nintendo mm -hmm. because they had a big uh, Nintendo Direct this week, and it was about I don't know forty or so minutes long. Mm -hmm. A lot of bombs dropped. A lot of surprises, actually, that I wasn't expecting. So here's the rundown. Uh, they opened up with uh, a Mewtwo trailer for mm -hmm. Super Smash Brothers that he's going to be coming on April 15th. And if you registered both versions of Smash before uh, the end of March, you get Mewtwo for free. Otherwise, I think he's like five bucks or something. And then they unveiled Lucas from Mother 3, or if you live in America, from Super Smash Brothers Brawl. <laughs> uh, he'll be coming in June. And then they also put up a website where you could go request characters yeah. that you want to see in the game. I don't... Rayman! Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they're actually going to look at this or if it's one of those things like, just put it up there and we'll shut yeah. everyone up. Yeah, that's... Because uh... everyone's like, oh, if we vote for this, they have to put them... No, that's not, that's not how this works. It's really probably just like a placebo thing, so they'll quit getting tweeted at and stuff like that ah, just go to this website yeah it's fine <laughs> uh so excited about mewtwo excited about lucas do you care i mean i i you know um i haven't really played smash since melee okay so yeah i mean i think it's great and if i ever pick up the game i'd definitely get them but mm -hmm. i just you know i don't know i i don't I don't have a lot of people to play Smash with. Yeah. So I, I bought just, it and I played it a lot like the first two weeks, but I haven't really touched it yeah. since. And like the beauty of the ones like Melee and Brawl was, you know, they still had some kind of like single player focus mm -hmm. with them, but 
the Wii U one doesn't have one at all. It does. It has and classic mode, but it's not. First, I mean, it's, it's still fun. just like you know, yeah. Versus the fighter, like I like the subspace emissary. And yeah, I actually like that. The adventure mode that mm-hmm. melee had was really fun. Like I right. like the different things like that. But I mean, you know, maybe I'll pick it up one day. Mm-hmm. As you talked about a little bit earlier, uh, N64 and Nintendo DS games are going to be coming to the Wii U Virtual Console mm-hmm. um, today. Well, today, two days ago. Uh, Super Mario 64 and Yoshi's Island DS came out for 10 bucks each, yep. and they have a whole slew of ones coming out too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donkey Kong 64, yep. Um, Mario, uh, Paper Mario, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah, I saw Paper Mario was coming. That's going to be really awesome for people who've never mm-hmm. played that because that is a fantastic game. And they seem to be they seem to be listening because there's like so many different ways you can make it a, like a DS. Like if you want to have them both on one screen, you can. If you want to have the touchpad be the bottom screen, you can. Mm-hmm. Also with the N64, you choose like since it has you know like three like you know grips to hold, you choose mm-hmm. which two you want. You can map it appropriately. Right. So that's pretty cool that they're finally kind of getting around to doing that. I don't know what took them this long. Yeah, I'm still just waiting on you know Sunshine Two or Sunshine HD. That's that's yeah. really all I'm asking for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but Mario 64 is nice in the meantime. Yeah, for sure. It's a great game. The music, oh, God. I I, <laughs> I, I can't say I forgot how awesome the music was, but, mm-hmm. man, it's just, that is some good music in a yeah. video game. Like, it is just, it's really good. Uh, some other updates, uh, or, like, uh, what am I trying to think of? Like, release dates. Mm-hmm. Mario Maker will be coming in September. Excited about Mario Maker at all? Yeah. It seems like it has yeah, some I mean, potential. it seems cool, like. I know uh, I, I mean, probably won't mess around with like the making part because I'm not creative that way, but I know some people will probably make some crazy stuff, yeah. which I'm kind of excited like about. Like for Little Big Planet, a game I wasn't too fond of, but mm-hmm. the user created content was right. incredible. But yeah. The game itself was pretty boring, I thought. <laughs> I yeah. agree. I agree, but some people made some crazy yeah. stuff with that game. Like the Metal Gear levels mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, uh, it was just cool, like the different little play styles people came up with. And I think Mario Maker is going to be the same thing. Yeah, and now that they have. The full, they have Mario, Mario 3, Mario World, and new Super Mario Brothers as uh, skins or whatever. That It's good, better than just original Mario Brothers mm-hmm. and new. So mm-hmm. A lot of people are looking for World. 3 is my favorite, personally. But, you know, World's still a good game. Uh, Yoshi's Woolly World is going to be coming this fall. Cool. And we'll have Amiibo support. Did you see these little cutesy Amiibo? They're like made I of did, yarn, yeah. and they look like little plushies. They don't have like the base and the stand like the figures yeah. do. It's just... yeah. So I actually uh, really like those. Uh, Nintendo, like with their amiibo announcements, actually got me a little bit more excited for a few amiibos. Oh yeah. So um, just because they're you know, I, I, yeah, the ones they're releasing now are cool. I like them, but the Smash they're line. finally getting into like the characters I'd really want. Mm-hmm. So besides the Zelda ones, you know, they announced Ganon. I know yeah. it was one of them, so I'll definitely get that. But Olimar, yeah, like, yeah. yay! <laughs> I'm excited about that, and uh, I really liked the. Um, I guess also in announcing that Splatoon was coming May 29th. May 29th. Um, they're going to have that three-pack of the yes. Amiibos. and Good that's luck finding cool. that. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if that's pretty widely available, I'll probably pick those up. I mean, mm-hmm. even though it's just for cosmetic costumes in the game. It's I, still, they, they actually I really like cool. the design of those, like, squid characters, mm-hmm. and so I thought those were cool Amiibos. Yeah, so for that, you can get a three-pack, which has the male like squid fella the the female squid fella and then like the squid fella <laughs> that didn't make any sense <laughs> female squid fella whatever the male form the female form and the squid form all in a pack together or you can buy the male and female separately so i'm feeling those three packs are going to sell out fast and 
but the other ones might be there. I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, they also announced too uh, that they were doing that Animal Crossing spinoff game, Home Crossing, I think it's called. Oh, with the cards and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And so are they like? I wonder if they're gonna be making cards of like all the previous amiibos that like you would have missed. And if so, That's I think still like rumor. Be, I think that would be awesome because I'd like that way more. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, like I like the statues for the ones that I like, mm-hmm. but I would love a. You know, because it kind of sucks that if they're going to start making these Amiibos with all this kind of game content, Mm -hmm. that's getting into the sense of your locking disc content. Right. You know, and only making it available to people who buy these, like, well, not, well, they're expensive if you get a lot of them and have to get them, Mm -hmm. you know, to get these things. Or some of them are expensive because Nintendo won't make enough. Yeah. Or, but, you know, like with the Splatoon ones, like, it's cool, but it's just cosmetic. Yeah. But if they start doing things like where like you're gonna have like, you know, gameplay modes and stuff or something like that, I still you know, cannot believe they won't make like an amiibo brawl, they like will. a Skyland. You know, you know, they will. They will. It, it's getting there. It has to. It's getting. There. It has to. Um, that could be like what the move to mobile and stuff is, like That's where true. you can like kind of like Pokemon, take your character on the go and train it, and then come back to the game. Mm-hmm. Um. But, you know, it's just like I think the cards would be a great alternative to something like that because I'd I'd really hate to start buying Nintendo games knowing that I'm missing out on content because I don't want to pay $13 for a statue. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, I I'd, I greatly would take the cards. <laughs> <laughs> Easier storage, too. Right, exactly. Yeah, because my shelf is already overflowing with these little buggers. Let's see. Also... <laughs> Codename Steam is getting an update to speed up enemy turns. We got, I've heard that was an issue. I still haven't started playing Codename Steam yet because I want to wait to get all the Fire Emblem amiibos because you can use them in there. Sweet. It's still dumb they released that game without all the Fire Emblem amiibos being out, but you know, more on that later. Also, uh, Puzzle and Dragons Z plus Puzzles and Puzzle and Dragons Super Mario Brothers Edition um, is still coming out, and he's going to get a demo on April thirtieth. Cool. I don't know what that is, but I guess it's a I'll free try phone it. game that's popular in Japan that they're gonna sell you for thirty dollars. Oh, on the DS. I'll play the free demo. Perfect. <laughs> also, uh, Fatal Frame Wii U is coming to the West this fall. That's something a lot of people have been clamoring over. Uh, two new Street Pass games are coming to the Street Pass Plaza. So that goddamn rabbit is gonna come try to sell me yep. more games. He's still trying to sell me the other ones. Yeah, he got me the first time. I don't think he's gonna get me this time. One's like a fishing game, and then one's like a I don't know exactly what watching, honestly, because it just didn't look very fascinating to me. But, you know, more Street Pass games. <laughs> Great. And then we finally got uh, a trailer, which looked pretty good, for a game that I forgot existed. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei versus uh, Fire Emblem. I mean, Cross Fire Emblem mm-hmm. got a trailer, and it looks very Persona-y, which is fine. Uh, so more... They announced that back in January of 2013, <laughs> and we're finally getting a trailer. Uh, so, yay. Cool. I mean, do you do you play Fire Emblem? Do you play mm-hmm. Shimagami? I played a lot of Advance Wars. Okay, I've never played Fire Emblem. Though. I keep hearing good things. I mean, I played a little bit of it of you know Awakening on the 3DS. They also showed more footage of the newest Fire Emblem game. Uh, that one seemed really cool. Because mm-hmm. like, you like with all the different choices. And yeah, stuff there are two factions do. you can join, like the the good guys, kind of in the the people looking for peace and the people Isn't looking it like for like four revolution. different games in Japan. I'm not sure. Fire Emblem If. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think they said it was like four different games. That wouldn't surprise me. 
Like, they're saying crazy. if you choose like the good side, like the peaceful side, it's more traditional. Fire emblems a little easier. If you choose like the revolution side, it's a little more difficult. So Ooh. that's cool. More incentive to play it twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. We already talked about these little card things that they're making out for Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer. It's uh, Pinterest, but Animal Crossing. Great. And then uh, the second wave of Mario Kart 8 DLC has a release date, April 23rd. That's all, because that's earlier than expected. Exactly, I thought I was expecting yeah. May. So. Yeah, wasn't that supposed to be coming out like May something? I think so. Uh, and also, they're announcing, or they're not announcing, they already announced it. They're releasing 200cc mode. Yeah. That's going to, like, so fast. Wrecked. 150 is pretty fast, because I'm mm-hmm. used to just playing 100. Uh, but 150 is pretty fast. So 200 is blazing. Which is fine. It'll probably be That'll actually be closer to like 150 on Double Dash because Double Dash was a super fast game. Yeah. So that's really cool. The Fire Emblem. I mean, I have too many, too many Nintendo names on here. The Animal Crossing characters will be coming with this uh, DLC update. So another reason to put Mario Kart back. Who in Who else my Wii is U. it? It's a uh, Dry Bones Bowser mm-hmm. and and then Villager and then uh, the little dog secretary lady. What's her name? Little dog. Secretary. Uh, Isabel. Oh, so. oh, yeah. oh okay. okay. She's like so your secretary more, when so you're the another mayor. Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was pretty much all of the direct. I saw almost all of it, then I had to go to company dinner. I quit watching when the uh, the cards were being shown off, so I really mm-hmm. just missed the Mario Kart. I didn't watch any of it. I just read like the mm-hmm. few little title updates about it. So, And they also showed like indie games coming, which we kind of already talked about, like Octodad and mm-hmm. all those coming out, too. So, here's your... News. News for uh, Nintendo. New month means new free games for your paid subscription services. We already <laughs> talked about Microsoft getting you know two, double the games this week or this month. Uh, for PlayStation, you can uh, download Tower of Guns on PlayStation 4, which is a cross-buy with PS3. Cool. I don't know what that is. Uh, let's see. It's tower filled with guns. Over the top, in all the right ways, try to survive this tower with random enemies, bosses, power-ups, and a boatload of bullets. That sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Also, Never Alone on PS4. Is that like Eskimo game? Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was always interested in that. I'm glad I never bought it. Yep, that's free. <laughs> on PlayStation 3, a game I own but I haven't played yet, Dishonored. Oh, sweet. It's going to be free to that. download. Also, Aru's Awakening. A-A-R-U, Aru's Awakening, uh, PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4, so it's a cross-buy there. And then finally on the Vita, uh, Killzone Mercenary, which cool. I hear isn't terrible. I mean, I've enjoyed Killzones mm-hmm. that I've played. And Monster Bag. Oh, Pokemon. An adorable puzzle game about a bag-shaped monster named V trying to... Oh, he's not here. Trying to reach his friend Naya, or Nia, without scaring the pants off of people. It's like Reverse Monsters, Inc. Well, she only cares about... What's on the inside? Or just that one other person who cares if you scare other people. That's true. That's true. That's like that, uh, remember the Burger King games? They had yes. Sneak King. King. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole goal was you had to sneak up to the person and give them a cheeseburger. But if they saw you bringing them a cheeseburger, that was apparently bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's see. News. Oh, yeah, I forgot this happened, too. This happened last Friday, like, right after we recorded um, I know you're excited about the new Legend of Zelda for Wii U. Mm-hmm. You're going to be excited a little bit longer That's because okay. it's been delayed until 2016. And they announced it will not be shown off at this year's E3, which makes me think it's going to be like a Christmas or holiday 2016 release because 
there's no way you don't have Zelda at E3. So there's no way it's going to be like spring of 2016. Well, that They'll doesn't mean they year. won't show it at Tokyo Game Show. Okay, touche. You're right. So they're, they're just saying it's not going to be at E3. But mm-hmm. I mean, it could still very well just be like a February release or something. I don't know. But... Zelda, like Christmas time is Zelda time, you know? Yeah, like I don't I see guess. them releasing it in February. That's where like all the like the previous year's reject game goes. And that's not the category I see Zelda in, you know? Yeah. So, but that's kind of like where their system is. So they probably mm-hmm. just need titles no matter what time it is. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I mean, a lot of people are speculating they're going to pull a Twilight Princess and put it out on like this and the NX. I don't see the NX coming out in 2016, 2017 maybe. And I don't think they'll push Zelda to 2017. Mm-hmm. They didn't outright say it was delayed to 2016, but they said that uh, making a 2015 release date is no longer our priority. So pretty because they said yeah. they've they're trying to go more open world world with this one. Yeah. They're like, now we have all these new possibilities we and can maybe do. That's very new to them. Mm-hmm, so exactly. I mean, you know, there's gonna be they're gonna have trouble like getting this done for their very first time. So. And honestly, I didn't see this game coming out this year. Like when they said they delayed it, I was just like, oh, I mean, oh, okay, yep, that yeah. that sounds correct. You know, cool. And it I mean, wouldn't be a Zelda game if it wasn't. But delayed. as you know, both of our great minds think alike, and apparently said in different forms of social media. <laughs> um, you know, Miyamoto has always been quoted saying that, you know, a delayed game will eventually be good, but a mm-hmm. bad game is bad forever. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I, I Nintendo is one of those few companies that I don't like go. Like please take your yes. time. Like make I mean, it good. Yeah. Make mm-hmm. it make it good. Make it make it the best you can. Uh, so. a game that has not been delayed yet is Halo 5, and it has a release date. Sweet. October 27th. Excellent. So I guess that's when I'm getting a 1. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> There's no way they don't have a uh, a Halo bundle. Oh, yeah. Did you will. see those trailers? The two like no. the two versions of the trailer? No. Uh, There's like two versions of the same trailer. It's weird. I won't tell you about it then, since mm-hmm. I know you like to avoid that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's definitely interesting, so I don't know where well, they're going Well, with Halo, I actually game. really don't care if the story... Like, at this point, the story's gone so kind of uh, crazy, I really don't really... Well, there's some guy named, like, uh, what's his name? Master Chief's going to be some kind of traitor I'm sure. or something, maybe. That's mm-hmm. what they're kind of saying. Uh, Spartan Mach. got Cortana. Yeah, because she's crazy. Oh, yeah. Well, there's nuts. one version where Master Chief is, like, laying on the ground looking all defeated, and this Spartan Lock fellow, like, shows up and makes some soliloquy and points the gun at him. Uh, about, and then how they're trying to, like, save the world from you. But then there's another version where the Spartan Lock fellow is laying on the ground almost dead, and Master Chief walks up to him and pulls the gun on him, and it's, like, about to shoot him. And it's like hashtag hunt for the truth or whatever. Maybe it's one of those things like kind of like Master Chief's the real enemy because the enemy is always going after him. Right. So it's so, like if they get rid of him, they get mm-hmm. rid of the covenant coming after them. Yeah, I, I see what I you're saying. <laughs> but like, it, it, both both settings are the same where everything's all destroyed and the whoever's laying down is like laying on this statue of Master Chief. Like this huge statue, so... It'll be interesting. You should check it out. It's yeah, kind of cool trailer. Exactly. It's live action, so obviously well, not in game cool. graphics. But if if they could take like make the Halo show as good as some of these trailers, right. instead they put that shit out like Nightfall. So no more words that carry over between Destiny and and the Halo series. That's interesting. Guardians, Nightfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spotify is now out uh, for PlayStation Three and Four. And it is great. Mm-hmm. Have you, Except you tried for one it? problem. What's that? Destiny has no sound options. Oh, uh, so you can't turn the music off? But guess what? What's that? The next update is adding them. Okay. Good. <laughs> yeah, because that kind of suck if you have two things of music. Yeah. Well, luckily the once. music is like so ambient mm-hmm. that it like really if you I have can blast it, my Katy Perry over it, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
uh, it was to the point to where like having it at a lower but reasonable volume, I could hear Spotify and only hear the game sounds of Destiny without really okay. hearing the music. So, and in the PlayStation, like when you hold the button down, it comes up. When you have Spotify running, you can you adjust know you its can, volume. You know you can adjust between like chat and uh, yeah, yeah game volume, like which one's more priority. You can do that with Spotify and PlayStation mm-hmm. game. Hmm. So. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, and it's great. You can control it from your phone. Oh, that's even really cool. like so when it's like playing. The only thing like the Spotify kinda, app or the PlayStation app, both. Like oh, okay, like because it connects like just by when you sign in, like to sign mm-hmm. in, you go to your phone and hit a connect button, so it just automatically connects. Oh, so if like, I want to change albums, I can just do that from my phone. Yeah. That's super cool. So uh, the my only beef with it, and this isn't even really a huge beef, is that if you want to play music of Spotify mm-hmm. over a game, you have to start Spotify first. Because if you go to suspend the game, it's going to suspend the game to try to open, open the Spotify, Spotify application. Then... Whereas, So what you have to do is open the application then have it running. Even if I pull it up on my phone, I'm like, play. It just yeah, because it'll just play from your phone. Well, oh, from okay. what I've okay. noticed. I'll have to play around with that. Because I tried doing it the other night that way, but it would never register that my PS4 was connected to oh, my device. Oh, I got you. But, yeah, so... Yeah. I'll have to play with that. Unfortunately, with like Easter being this weekend, I'm pretty yeah. tied up, and I'm going back out of town for the week next week. So we'll see. Well, it's always like one of those things, uh, too. I guess it's a. Uh... Well, I just kind of blanked. I don't even know what I was going to say. <laughs> Good talk. So, yeah. Uh, on live. Remember on live? Barely. <laughs> that, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's finally shutting down on Aww. April 30th, and it sold uh, the rest of its at- remaining assets to Sony. Cool. So I mean, Sony's trying to gobble up all I guess all everything they can for PlayStation now. They bought mm-hmm. Gaikai, which is kind of the competitor on live and on live beat that, but now I guess Sony's trying to get all their resources going for PlayStation them, now. Them. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. sorry, on live, another empty booth space at E3. Get a PS4. <laughs> and then the let's see. Other news I have. Did you watch uh, Silicon Valley at all on HBO last season? It's pretty good. Mike Judge, if you're into his stuff. I do like uh, You should check it out. Uh, you should probably check it out before Wednesday because yeah. they're streaming the whole first episode on Twitch. Ooh. The premiere isn't until Sunday, the next Sunday, the 12th, with Game of Thrones. But on the 8th, which is a Wednesday, they're streaming it on Twitch. And they're going to have like interaction with like the director or some of the cast or something. That's, That's cool. pretty interesting because A, it's HBO something outside of HBO. And B, I think it's the first television show they're showing on Twitch. Huh. So, you know, you can put your Kappas and your Franker Zs while you watch Silicon Valley. So I thought that was pretty interesting that they're kind of moving towards that. Because you go on Twitch now and they have like a music beta. They have a game talk show like thing now. So if I like set cameras up around here, we could be on Twitch doing this live right now. <laughs> if you like that idea, email us gamewareexpress at gmail.com. But it's interesting seeing what Amazon or I guess Twitch is trying to do to expand this because Twitch is still growing like crazy just in terms of game streaming and what they're trying right. to do with it. So I guess they're trying to find their niche and other things. Yeah, we found know, that too. out in that you know great um, talk we went to. Oh, PAX. yeah. We're nothing. We have some great ideas. We're just trying to you know, figure them out right now. Uh, let's see. That's all the news I wrote down, but I do have one of my news sites up, NeoGAF. Uh, the LA Times is reporting. Uh-oh. How Kate Upton's Curve sold a mobile video game. Because apparently Game of War pulls in over a million dollars a day. Holy a day. crap. What? <laughs> and they run those guys. Guys, like, seriously, buy a PlayStation 4 or something. 
game of war it's so dumb and they sh- you know they show the trailer where it's i mean it's kind of like obviously game of thrones is popular right now and it's about to start back up and she's like medieval battles and kate upton on a horse bouncing around and it's just what this reminds me of uh what was that game that used to always be on the advertisements of clash of clans no no Uh, this was like i think like really before smartphones it was like a flash based game and it was kind of the same idea like a like a sexy like woman mm-hmm. riding a horse like medieval kind of game i don't know it was like something that was on like Probably all the internet same. I ads all of a sudden yeah it was a- i could pull up my phone right now i'm going on twitter and there's a fucking game of war ad with kate upton like in a bathtub like mm-hmm. game of war what of course F- special offer free for iphone users today oh, it's a free game <laughs> great marketing uh according to the la times uh, ad, yeah They've dropped over $80 million for advertising. Because they advertised during March Madness, during the Super Bowl, during South Park. You know, like, Well, hopefully this game stays popular for just over three months. I know. (laughs) A million a day. Holy shit. We're in the wrong business, Neil. Yes. So we just need to make the generic name of generic name. Exactly. And release it on iPhone. (laughs) Light of Switches. Yep. (laughs) Oh man, that's just that's just kind of sickening a little bit to Switches me. Switches of light. I don't. Maybe? I don't know. Uh, Phil Spencer came out and said, uh, "I think it would be cool if Banjo was the next Super Smash Brothers DLC." Thoughts? I, that would be cool. <laughs> yeah, I know you're a fan of the Banjo Kazooie series, so but, I don't know uh, if that would make good you... luck partnering with Microsoft for that. Well, Phil Spencer is from Microsoft. Well, yeah, I know, but right. Good luck getting the entire company to like oh back I, oh, and I get put what you're saying. put their like a character they own on a other system. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that'd be interesting. Would that make you want to jump into Smash more if uh, Banjo was a playable character? No. Okay. Well, if it can't get you in, but I don't you know, know what it would make you want to do? What's that? Play Project Ukulele even more. <laughs> that Kickstarter is next month. Can't wait. Uh, and that's, I think, pretty much all the news I have for today. Did I miss anything? Uh, you're the only other person so, here yeah. that i'm asking yeah that's right um, i forget <laughs> steven vaughn any any input no not this week all right okay all right uh get ga- real quiet i know yeah hmm. games coming out next week nothing no actually there's some pretty big releases <laughs> coming out that also came out last year like <laughs> uh dark souls 2 didn't i just buy that yeah i think so uh, Dark Souls 2, insert surname, I forgot what they have here, the Definitive Edition coming to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One next Tuesday with all the DLC. Uh, I think I'll just stick to Bloodborne for now. Yeah, it's I, odd that they I haven't those. even stuck to that. So. <laughs> yeah, it's odd they're releasing it so soon after Bloodborne. I guess, you know, I think this was mentioned last week, but I think it was really just because, like, this is like because Xbox One didn't get yeah Bloodborne. that's true you're right so you're it's right. like you know why not just put that back out and I'm sure there's some PS4 people who have never played Dark Souls too that like I guess me. maybe yeah mm-hmm. that'll get it like but I I don't know mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna stick with Bloodborne as well yeah if I even really stick to it I don't know when I'm gonna play it at yeah all, honestly I don't know. well I'm off in like two weeks so maybe I'll try to play more then mm-hmm. uh, Etrian Mystery Dungeon. A crossover between Etrian Odyssey and the Mystery Dungeon series is coming out on Tuesday as well. Let's see. Bastion. Remember that little game called Bastion? Coming to PS4 next Tuesday. Also Monster Bag coming out on Vita. Same with Tower of Guns on PS4, PS3, and Xbox One. Those are both free on PlayStation Plus. Mm -hmm. As well as Aru's Awakening on PS4 and PS3. Let's see. Also Element 
4L on PlayStation. Is some square Vita. game? Element 4L some is an abstract game. platformer involving character who can change between four elemental states. Game is developed by iIllusions, a Belgian developer. The four hmm. elements are air, ice, stone, and fire. Great. Everyone. Wasn't that a band? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. <laughs> Stealth Inc. 2, a game of clones. Coming out on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, and Vita. That sounds like a bullshit mobile game. Game of clones. Yeah. There we go. Done. We're done. That rhymes with Game of Thrones, surprisingly enough. Hmm. I wonder if they meant that. I'm sure. On Thursday, Affordable Space Adventures is coming on Wii U. So Galaga. A cooperation between Napnot Games and Niflas. Affordable Space Adventures is a stealth puzzle exploration game for Wii U, making extensive use of the Wii U gamepad's touchscreen to control the U Explorer. I'll take what? your silence as impressive. <laughs> also, on Thursday, more games coming out for the Virtual Console. Oh, We've got sweet. WarioWare Touched. Cool. And Yoshi Touch and Go. Oh. So... That was not a good game. No, it wasn't. More DS stuff coming to the Wii Virtual Console. That was like a DS like launch game. I know. It was way back then. Yeah. That and like yeah. Pikachu Dash, which just like tears up your bottom screen. Ooh. You're just like, look, anyway. And then next Friday, Xenoblade Chronicles 3D is coming out. The oh. only game to be only on Nintendo 3DS right now. So the new be, Nintendo So 3DS. it'll be like the, the black sheep. It'll have the new box art mm-hmm. and everything. And like, what the hell is this? And it's the only game right now announced only on new Nintendo 3DS as a box I guess game. if I hadn't played it on Wii, I'd be more interested. But I don't even have a new XL. I have it on Wii, which, you know, it's hard to find now. I haven't played it. And then I watched, they did show a trailer during the direct for this and it kind of looks like crap on the 3ds i mean it's it, the 3ds i was watching the direct on my phone because again no internet in my hotel but even then on that small screen of my phone it still kind of looks like crap hmm. so i feel like that's a game like i don't really want to play again but i'd really like well i'd say i'd like to play it but i played it with the classic controller so never oh, yeah. mind i did play it with a control like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, stick. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so that's it for your new releases for next week this will be with part of the show where they send emails for us to read, but we don't have any emails. Oh, well. I have a, a receipt from SoundCloud for SoundCloud Pro, so we can upload as many. So if you want to email us, though, GameRexpress at gmail.com is that email address. Or remember, you can call us on SpeakPipe, speakpipe.com slash GameRexpress, and you too can be on the show. So I guess that brings us to the uh, part of the show where we do special stages. Cool. I'll let you, you want to go first. Sure. Okay, go ahead. Um, well, I guess like one special thing is uh, my girlfriend did some pretty extensive research, mm-hmm. like did like hours of testing to see possibly what kind of dog our dog is. <laughs> okay. And um, so I'm figuring that out. Your dog is getting big because yeah, your girlfriend and, loves to post and, it on and Instagram. Here's, and here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Belgian Shepherd Great Dane mix. Ooh, that's gonna be that a big is fucking dog. what she is closest to from what they found. Wow. Yeah. How do you do that? Like cut her open, see how many rings are inside of her. It was like her, some or? kind of test they did. It was like hundreds of questions about the dog, and then they had something like you know doing like side profile pictures. Is this on like Buzzfeed? I don't think how. I don't know no, how official. This is. No, 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 no. But it was something like her and her friend did for like two or three hours. And, oh wow. And to like come to the conclusion, and then she sent me a whole bunch of pictures of like Ellie. Mm-hmm. As a puppy to side by side as one of these dogs is that and yeah it's, yeah that's yeah she she's like got to be this huh 
Nope. It's going to yeah. have a large dog, my friend. Yeah, and how we thought she was like about to be five months. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm, she's about to be four months. Oh. So she <laughs> is four months and nearly 30 pounds. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, awesome. Uh, mine, I guess like I'll get on my soapbox for a little bit because fuck this Amiibo bullshit from <laughs> Nintendo. Like, this is such bullshit. They they announced the Wave 4 dates and the pre-order stuff. And what was it? The Direct was Wednesday night. So mm-hmm. Thursday at 2 p.m., you could pre-order Ness from GameStop. So I was sitting there waiting for that. But then randomly at like noon on that Thursday, uh, Target released pre-orders for Jigglypuff because, again, exclusive. And that sold out in seven minutes. God. And then Toys R Us has Greninja, and they put him up for pre-order at like 3 a.m. And that sold out in about 15 minutes. And you go on eBay now, and it's like $61 for Greninja. And it's like such fucking bullshit. Like, I'm not even trying to, like, catch them all. But I don't... I, I kind of understand Nintendo where they're coming from because this is kind of like their Wii of this generation. They didn't expect it to blow up. Mm-hmm. but And the only reason it's doing it is because of the limited supply for asshole resellers. But there's got to be something that Nintendo can do because at this point, they don't care. But it's they're also, getting their money. They're selling through their product. They're making right. their profit. But it's also at that thing like – so like Villager mm-hmm. and Wii Fit Trainer. Like I understand those being rare because mm-hmm. like their characters – if I was working at Nintendo, I wouldn't really assume people would want. Mm-hmm. And yes, their rarity then becomes like More they become rare. expensive yeah. because like you know you don't produce that many because it's like it's Wii Fit Trainer who mm-hmm. really wants Wii Fit Trainer. But these are Pokemon you're talking yeah. about. Why the hell would you <laughs> limit these? I don't know. I mean, I understand like we don't want to make a bunch of them. It's sitting on them in a warehouse, and but that's not going to happen. Exactly. I don't understand why. Again, like, I do. They, they should. They should have learned by now care. that this is huge. Right. Like. It's just like with like PAX tickets, like your their names, your names not on the PAX ticket like an E3 badge. So like anyone you can just buy them and then resell them like a jackass. But like the Penny Arcade people don't care because they're selling out their conference and they're making their money. Who cares if the resellers are also making their money? Yeah. It's very similar with Nintendo. It's just super frustrating to the point where it's like f- like fuck you, like really. And I mean they use NFC chips. That's the mm-hmm. most expensive part in right. this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like they're redesigning the base of these things all right. the time. I mean, they all have the Smash Brothers logo for the most part, and then the other series have like their own little thing, but that can't be a, an expensive print or no. redesign. I mean, these things have to cost less than $2 for them oh, to make. Oh, for sure. If they're selling Easily. them for 12 yeah. Easily. And so it's like, who cares if they're sitting in a warehouse? By the amount that you're going to sell, mm-hmm. the few that are going to, like few, even if it's a few thousand yeah. that end up sitting in a warehouse, you have made so much money off of these things exactly. that it's not going to matter. Or why don't you set up and sell directly? Like know how many, be like, if you order it straight from Nintendo, it might not show up for like three weeks, but you know how many to make yeah. and make them made to order. Exactly. Like, that's, that's the only disclaimer you have to put. You mm-hmm. may not have it right away. But we're going to have to make it. But if you pre-order it, like right here, you know that there are I want my Marth 33,000 people who have paid for this yes, thing. Yes, exactly. So make it's that just, many of I don't, them. I don't get it, but you know, I don't run yeah. Nintendo. So that's if I did, I wouldn't be here talking to you at my kitchen table for a podcast. So <laughs> yeah. The Amiibos thing is like one of the best yet worst things I think they've done in a while. Yeah, and it's like, you know, Steven and friend of the show, Nick Seegers, they collected all of them so far. But then they finally do this, and it's just like, I don't want to play this game anymore. Yeah. You know, and it's just stupid. That's why I didn't want to collect all of them. I just want to get the ones I liked. 
or I actually want to get the new Fire Emblem characters because they're usable in codename Steam. Like they actually have some purpose in the yeah. game for me. I want to do, as opposed to me just like, well, I like Sonic, so I guess I'll buy the yeah. Sonic one. You know? Yeah, and see, like I, I wouldn't even want the Jigglypuff one, but I feel for the people who want. Who yeah, want it because the only reason like, I would want it is because I like Pokemon. I really like, like Pokemon because so I'm such a casual collector of these things. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna hate the fact that if Ganon is like one of these like really rare ones, and I bet you that'll like, be exclusive. I, to I somewhere. was struggling to find Sheik, mm-hmm. and. Like, I don't even think that one was that hard. No, it wasn't. Like, it's just the, the biggest thing. Because, I mean, game where Steven, like, you know, Steven said they've got our allocations for the Wave 4 ones that we can get. Mm-hmm. But I don't, again, I do because GameStop and Target and Toys R Us are paying Nintendo money to be the only people selling these ones. But then they sell out so quickly. And it's just so stupid it, it and frustrating. It can't seem worth what they're paying for this exclusivity. Though, I don't know. But I don't know. Considering they only get, like, six in... And then they sell out like before the store even opens that day. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess I'll step off my st- slash rant. You know. No, but I mean, it, it's like I said, it's understandable. Like I, I am so glad I'm not in the collecting mode of these things. Yeah. Because I feel like I might. And I knew this exactly what happened, which is why I didn't want to. Right. I mean, you have Steven, you know, pulling them in from like Germany and France because they're not exclusive there. Oh, you need to be doing that kind of right. stuff. Right. But. I guess I have another little special stage thing too. Okay. So remember how it was getting down to me not being able to do the podcast anymore, probably. Mm-hmm. Well, well, uh, don't really know the start date, but it's possibly Monday. But it looks like I'm getting transferred to one of Lewis's other restaurants downtown. Oh, and okay. the hours of the restaurant are Monday through Friday, eleven to two. <laughs> Three hours a day. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, you'll, my, you'll be doing I, stuff I would before be and open after, of and then yeah, yeah. after. So, like, but literally. 10 to 3, yeah. so I'm not losing pay and going down to 30 hours a week. Hey. And the only time I would have to work a night is if there's an event scheduled. Yeah. But that's it. That's awesome. I mean, luckily, I mean, I know we missed you for a few weeks there, but the past couple of weeks we've actually recorded on Friday because my work schedule has right. been kind of crazy, so it's worked out. Yeah. But yeah, if we can... But now, we we can keep it flexible. It's one one That'd thing with cool. us. We can fly by the seat of our pants. That's awesome. Yeah. If y'all like me out there, <laughs> I'll be still be here. If you, you don't, you want to say the name of the place or? Oh yeah, it's called Zulia's. Downtown it's uh, it's kind of like a like a fancy business. Take take your to impress them because oh. it's like it's it's really just like tapas. Oh okay. It's it's it, it's like expensive lunchables. <laughs> like it's kind of it's really kind of stupid. But um, you know. Hey. It's what pays money. Exactly. Also can't come visit it's what you makes me able to pay $61 for a Jigglypuff. If <laughs> yeah, I for to. real. So cool. Good luck with that. Thank you. Hopefully, uh, once summer rolls around and I quit traveling so much, because the next, like, like, let's see, one, two, three, four, next about five out of the next six weeks are going to be kind of crazy for me and, and Steven the same with our job. But once summer rolls around, we're kind of done, so we can mm-hmm. focus more on this or maybe focus more on streaming or expanding this crazy thing. Or so Destiny. We'll see. Or Destiny, because House of Wolves will probably be out by then. May 19th, I'm calling it. Yeah, okay. Uh, so I guess that's it. That's our show. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Arinder. I'm actually Mega Man. Oh, is that you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gameware is on Facebook.com slash GamewareBR. We're on Facebook, Facebook.com slash GamewareExpress. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can subscribe on SoundCloud, on Google Play, on your Xbox Music. Leave us reviews there because those are helpful. I guess you know that's that's what I think you have like this marketing thing going for Facebook and you don't even know. So you know how like Twitter has like the the hashtag mm-hmm. thing or the the at yeah, and then like Instagram's big thing is the hashtag. Mm-hmm. Facebook should be the follow us on Facebook, but their <laughs> thing should be the slashback. That's <laughs> okay. I like that. 
I like that. Uh, or so, backslash, whatever it was you were saying. Backslash. Yeah. So, yeah, that's their thing. <laughs> Hit us up with backslash. I like slash rant, yeah. Yeah. So let's. Yep. So thanks for joining me today. It's been fun. Hopefully uh, everyone else will be back next week safely from Houston, and we'll have the whole crew back together on Thursday or Friday. One of those days. Well, it's always Friday. It's always Friday. That's it. So uh, that's our show this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend, and we will see you next week. This one was for you, Scott. No, no, no.